A second group of Israeli hostages in exchange for Palestinian prisoners make their way home. There had been fears tonight's deal was off. Hamas, the group designated as a terrorist organization by the UK, had accused Israel of reneging on the temporary ceasefire agreement by not allowing enough aid trucks into Gaza. That led to a delay of several hours in the freeing of the hostages. All this after yesterday's release of 13 Israeli captives in return for 39 Palestinian prisoners. Our first report tonight is from Ola Girin. In Tel Aviv tonight, streets thronged with the demand for every Israeli hostage to be brought home from Gaza. This gathering was called 50 Days of Hell. And a second group of Israeli hostages reaching the Gaza border, delayed by Hamas for hours, but now on the way to freedom. Racing into his father's arms, Ohad, who was released yesterday, followed by his mother, Karen, and his grandmother, Ruti, three generations who were held hostage. Ruti's husband still is. As Ohad caught up with friends, his family said Israel must free every last hostage. This was a belated birthday party. He turned nine in captivity. Shalom. And crowded onto one bed, the Ashers. Did you miss me? Yoni asks. Did you think about daddy? I dreamt about going home says Raz, who's four. Your dream came true, he says. We're going home soon. Raz was held with her mother, Doron, and baby sister, Aviv. In Gaza, it's time to count the cost of weeks of Israeli bombardment. The ceasefire means Palestinians have been able to return to Jabalia in the north, the largest camp in Gaza, or what's left of it. We are unarmed, says Mahmoud Massoud. We are civilians, we don't carry weapons and we don't resist. Why have they destroyed our houses? Why are they killing our children? Footage has now emerged on social media of an Israeli officer in Gaza taking a different view of the destruction. I dedicate this explosion to my princess, Ella, he says. Today she's two. Then he blows up a building. The Israeli army has confirmed to the BBC that these are its troops in Gaza. Orlegiran, BBC News, Tel Aviv. Orla, we're hearing that uh, the uh, second group of Israeli hostages has arrived back here in Israel from Gaza. The delay, of course, a little bit earlier this evening, threatening to shut down the whole deal 
tonight, and that shows the fragility of the deal between Israel and Hamas. It does, Clive. We have confirmation now that the group is back on Israeli soil. Uh, 13 Israelis, eight of them children, five of them women, as well as four Thai nationals. And this evening we saw that delay of several hours caused because Hamas said Israel had breached the ceasefire agreement in several ways, which Israel denied. Now, we had Qatar and Egypt very quickly stepping in to mediate to remove what they call the obstacles, uh, and the release went ahead, but after a few more hours of anguish for the families involved. Now, we have some detail tonight of those who have been freed. Almost all are from a single community, Kibbutz Beri, which was near the border with Gaza. Uh, people may remember it was one of the worst affected communities. Around 100 people were killed there. Uh, and we do know that one of those who has been released tonight is the Irish-Israeli hostage, Emily Hand, just nine years old. Now, people may remember her father, Thomas, giving an anguished interview when initially he thought she had been killed and saying in his grief that he was happy with that rather than seeing her being a hostage and tormented in Gaza. He subsequently found out she was alive and tonight she is safe and well and back in Israel. We know that one other child has been released, a 12-year-old girl, without her mother who has been kept behind in Gaza. So once again tonight, Clive, the releases are being welcomed, but there is a sense that this is bittersweet because many Israeli hostages remain behind in Gaza and it's unclear how long it will take and indeed if it will be possible to get the others home. Tomorrow another batch are due to be released and one more batch after that if the ceasefire holds for the four days which it is initially due to last for. All right, we'll see what happens. Ola, thank you. Ola Geer in reporting for us there. Well, a second busload of Palestinian prisoners released from Israeli jails has arrived in the West Bank town of Beitunia as part of the deal agreed between Israel and Hamas. Last night, 39 women and teenagers were released, including 17-year-old Mohammed Ad-Dawish, who was jailed this summer following a conviction for throwing Molotov cocktails at Israeli soldiers. Lucy Williamson went to meet him at his home near Ramallah. Yesterday, Israeli prison guards told Mohammed Darwish he was being taken out of jail for a court appearance. 24 hours later, he's back with his family near Ramallah, one of the first prisoners to be released under Israel's deal with Hamas. Mohammed was arrested in April and convicted by military court of throwing Molotov cocktails at Israeli soldiers. His father said last night was the first time he'd seen or spoken to his son in seven months. The reunion was indescribable, he said. His first word to his son as he met him off the bus, Habibi, my love. Mohammed told me he was dizzy with happiness as he stepped off the bus to meet his family. So you spent seven months of your life... Since the 7th of October attacks, he said, the only source of information inside the jail was new arrivals, who, he said, sometimes arrived with broken teeth and large cuts to the head that were left untreated. The next day they took out the cookers, the TV and the radios. All communications was removed. We were totally isolated. 
They only gave us one portion of food between seven. We were always hungry. After the 30th of October, they removed our blankets. It was freezing cold. Israel couldn't do anything to Gaza, so they punished us. The Israeli prison service said all prisoners were detained according to the law and had the right to file a complaint. You were released because Hamas took hostages, women and children that were released yesterday in exchange for Palestinian prisoners. How do you feel towards those hostages? They were guests of Hamas living in heaven. We were in prison being tortured, living in hell. Tonight, crowds gathered at Petunia checkpoint again to wait for the next group of released prisoners to arrive. The green flags of Hamas have multiplied here since yesterday, keen to burnish its brand as the Palestinian group that will do whatever it takes to force Israel's hand. Lucy Williamson, BBC News, Petunia.